welcome in. Welcome back to another episode of the Format Podcast. Uh, got a pretty interesting show for you here today. Man, Dennis Rodman is something else. And uh, apparently he's been holding a grudge since the 80s. <laughs> Isn't that something? But anyway, um, we're going to get to that. But before we do, you know what time it is. If you haven't already, please go ahead, click the subscribe, like, and notification bell right here on YouTube so you can be alerted uh, whenever new episodes of the content of come out. And uh, if you want the audio-only version of the podcast, please go ahead, open up your audio podcast platform, type in the search bar, the format podcast. We should come up. You can subscribe right there. If you enjoy the content, please give us that five-star review. And don't forget to share with people you know who might be looking for a different viewpoint and a different voice on the uh, sports topics of the day. You do that, you know what happens. We raise an algorithm. We find more sports fans. More sports fans find us. Let's get right to it. So Dennis Rodman is, uh, he's a different dude. <laughs> he's a real different dude. When I was growing up, we just said Dennis Rodman. That's a wild boy, right? He, he is a very different dude. Uh, from the way he looks, the way he conducts himself, a lot of the things he says, etc. right? He is just a very different kind of guy had a generally rough upbringing but a lot of guys have rough upbringings but don't you know don't take it to the extent that Dennis Rodman does but yeah he's just a different guy and um why am I bringing up Dennis Rodman because he made a very interesting comment regarding um another legend in NBA history one Larry Joe Bird aka Larry Legend so um uh, maybe a month or so ago, a few weeks back, Gilbert Arenas, uh, I think he was on DJ Vlad, and uh, he made an interesting statement, which I thought was really good. I think I did a show on that as well. Basically, he was saying that Larry Bird would beat LeBron James in a game of one-on-one. Now, that's probably a very popular un uh, uh, unpopular opinion, and uh, a lot of people are going to go to the immediate lazy take. Um, uh, Larry Bird, too slow. He can't jump. He's not athletic enough to beat LeBron James in a one-on-one, but um, if you remember, uh, LeBron James's former Heat teammate, Michael Beasley, who was an All-American at Kansas State, and he had an extended, if not maybe underwhelming uh, NBA career, he, and this is like on wax, he would consistently beat LeBron James one-on-one -on -one in practice in, uh, when they played together in Miami. Now, what does that say? That says LeBron James is not a great one-on-one -on -one player, which I think we know. He's an outstanding uh, team player in terms of the scheme of the game. And we, we've seen this uh, throughout the 20 years he's been in the league. Very good team player, but his one-on-one skill set, and this is what I always talk about, despite the fact that he's an all-time leading scorer, his offensive toolkit leaves something to be desired. And that's why people, um, a lot of people don't see him as an elite scorer, despite the fact that he is, you know, uh, demonstrably the best scorer of all time right in terms of the 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 total numbers okay so there's that now back to michael beasley michael beasley um it's on wax he would consistently beat lebron james in a one-on-one -on -one game when they were teammates in miami now who in their right mind would say that michael beasley is better than larry bird yeah exactly <laughs> i could have waited all day no one would say that now here's the thing the the lazy argument is um uh larry bird like i said he's too slow he can't jump he's unathletic blah 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 that's why he won't be able to beat lebron james in a game one-on-one -on -one. but the fact is that actually proves the opposite because larry bird had to find ways through all his years of being an elite player in the nba of getting it done despite the gap in athleticism he often faced by facing the opposing team's best defender and that's just what it is now um bringing it forward to dennis rodney so when I went to journalism school, uh, I had a friend named Al. What up, Al? Shout. 
uh, smart guy. At least, at least I think so, right? I used to sit next to him in uh, one of a couple of my uh, journalism classes. I sat next to this guy, and um, you know, we would talk after class. Uh, we talked before class, but smart dude. I saw him. He got good grades. You know, he did his work. Blah blah blah. Okay, cool. But then he says these odd things to me. He's a LeBron guy. I'm a Michael Jordan guy in terms of that debate. Um, he wholeheartedly believes that this is the best era of NBA basketball ever. I wholeheartedly believe that that's a lie. So we go back and forth on that. And Al, the smart dude that I thought he is, seems to have a way of easily ignoring things that are factually irrefutable. But so be it. This is not about Al. This is uh, the point is Al, he sent me um, he sent me a message on Twitter the other day or he, he commented on something uh, and tweeted at me and it basically had the commentary that Dennis Rodman made recently about Larry Bird, which I thought was interesting because Al didn't reach out at all when Gilbert Arenas said that Larry Bird would beat LeBron one on one. But anyway, <laughs> they, that's that's something different. But let's hear what Dennis Rodman had to say um, about Larry Bird. Then we'll get into uh, a little more commentary about it when we get back. Check it out. I remember I had Gilbert Arenas on my show recently, and, and he raised a lot of eyebrows because he said one-on-one -on -one from the three-point line, Larry Bird could beat LeBron James. One-on-one -on, -one on that type of game. Do you agree or disagree? So I leave? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> it, it, okay, I'll, I'll put it this way. If Larry Bird played in this era, I think he'd be in Europe. So I'm just letting you know, man. Really, you know, I like I said, I'm just saying you'd be somewhere over there. But as you know, I think his game was fit for Boston at that time in the '80s and stuff like that. You know, but uh, so uh, today's world, oh hell no, there's, there's no way. I'm not this this uh, play, uh downplaying him because he's a great player at that time, just like I was. And uh, but I'm saying no, there's no way, no way. Okay, so Dennis Rodman, first of all, that was utterly and thoroughly disrespectful. The fact that he would uh, fix his mouth to say that if Larry Bird played today, he would be in Europe. He wouldn't even be in today's NBA and that Jokic is clearly better than Larry Bird. That's absolutely ridiculous. But let's 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 go back a little bit. Right. Um, or let's go back a lot. Dennis Rodman is an all time great NBA player in terms of being a dominant rebounder at only 6'8". He's one of the best rebounders in the history of the game. Um, he's also an elite, elite defender, right? And um, that travels. So Dennis Rodman, uh, I'd say he knows the game pretty well, um, even though he <laughs> at times looks and acts crazy. Uh, people who played with him would tell you that he was a basketball genius, and that's cool. They would also say that about Larry Bird. But anyway, um, so let's go back to 1987. Uh, the Celtics and the Pistons met in the Eastern Conference Finals, and that was the last year that Larry Bird and those Celtics went to the NBA Finals. Uh, they wouldn't go again until 2008, obviously, with uh, the new big three of Paul Pierce, Ray Allen, Kevin Garnett. But anyway, back to 1987. So um, it was after the game, game five, where Isaiah Thomas had a chance to win the game on the inbounds pass at the end. Larry Bird steals the inbounds, finds a cutting Dennis Johnson for a layup, which would prove to be the winning basket. Now, at the end of the game, Dennis Rodman made an interesting comment where he said, and this is not an exact quote, but he said that uh, if Larry Bird was black, 
then he wouldn't get all the attention that he gets, right? He'd just be another good player. And uh, Isaiah Thomas ended up kind of seconding that. Um, I think he was just standing by his teammate on that one. He ended up apologizing to Bird, and Bird said he took it. He, he felt it was sincere. So, you know, that that's cool. Um, but yeah, back then, uh, Dennis Rodman made that comment about Larry Bird. And I think um, it was a fair assumption that he believed that. And I think that we can really look now and say that based on what we just heard from Dennis Rodman, he still holds that grudge against Larry Bird. And he still truly believes that Larry Bird is overrated because he's white. Now he says, Larry Bird, if he played today, <laughs> would play in Europe. And then he tries to say, oh, I'm not trying to disrespect him. Well, that is disrespectful because when you're looking at it, every elite offensive player from the past would thrive in today's game. Why would they thrive in today's game? Because today the game is so spaced. How often do we see um, like five out or at least four out type, uh, type uh, offensive sets, right? The game is so spaced out because of the three point shot and um, it, Pretty much if you can beat your first man or sometimes your second, but there's generally not a lot of rim protection. There's not a lot of physicality because you can't touch guys. You can't hand check them. You can't forearm check them. Now, don't get me wrong. And I've said this on the show. We do see in the playoffs, especially in the finals, etc., that uh, the, the NBA is letting guys play a little more. Now, it's never going to get back to what it was in the 80s and 90s in terms of physicality, but they are letting guys play a little more. But for the, for the most part, this is an era where uh, guys don't uh, uh, they're not allowed to touch you. The, the defense is, is weak because they don't want they don't want defense. They want guys scoring a lot of points. They want teams scoring a lot of points, right? Um, this is an era where the three-point ball is uh, more prominent than ever, and Larry Bird is easily a top 10. Maybe you could argue top five, depending on who you are and how you uh, argued it, maybe even top three shooter of all time. Larry Bird is one of the greatest shooters ever. So if he played in an era uh, where he had the green light to shoot the three whenever he wanted, you know, guys are shooting... Uh, the, the elite shooters now are shooting on average like between eight to 12 threes per game, right? So if Larry Bird played in an era where he was allowed to uh, shoot like that or, you know, wanted to or had the green light to shoot threes that much, well, who knows what he would be doing? Then, you know, this is the guy they called, uh, and I've mentioned this before, the master of the half inch because it was said that it only took a half inch for him to be able to get a shot off. Now, that was with the airtight defense that guys were playing back then. Um, they used to put, when, when they played against Philly, they being Bird and the Celtics, they called Andrew Tony the Boston Strangler because that was his main thing was to, he was the best man on defender and it was his assignment to defend Bird. Um, when it, when they played against the Lakers, it was uh, uh, Michael Cooper, another elite defender. Bird would generally get guys most uh, uh, best perimeter defenders and he would light them up anyway. So imagine that. And then he's got the green light to come play today. So, um, the fact that Rodman would say he would be in Europe, that is so completely disrespectful. Like I, I was about to say, I can't believe that he would actually say that. But now looking back and seeing that he never respected Bird and what Bird was able to do on the court from even back then in, in 1987. Well, it, it only makes sense that he would continue taking shots at him. And, you know, Bird is not the guy that's going to answer. He, he may not have even heard. He's not a social media guy. He's not the type that's going to go back and forth with Rodman. But hey. You know, Bird seems very secure in knowing, you know, when I played, I did my work, you know, three times straight MVP, three time champion out of five finals appearances, um, a legendary career. So, you know, Bird did it all. But 
for Rodman to say that, I, I just can't believe it. So what I want to know from you is, um, what are your thoughts on this? Do you believe that if Bird played today, he wouldn't be good enough for the NBA and he'd be in Europe? Do you think Rodman, based on what he said back in 87 and then what he said again recently, still has an ax to grind with Bird? Do you think there's any truth to what Rodman said? Give me your thoughts. Can't wait to see him. Hear him in the comments section. Um, I'll, I'll get back to you on the next one. And I'm out. Peace.